Cliff David. Charles, a live performance. One week away mm-hmm. from us potentially getting canceled from every because we're gonna say we're gonna say something stupid. I am not afraid of cancel culture. I love. All right, I had this conversation today. My daughter gets really embarrassed around me because I don't care. I say that I don't care. It's that I want to share in my uncomfortableness. Like if there's something that makes me uncomfortable slash embarrassed, I want everybody to be uncomfortable. I can see that. Yeah. And so I just do outlandish shit. She don't like me to sing. I'll sing louder. She does. She's talk about my shorts. I'll moon the neighborhood. It's, <laughs> that's, that's just how it goes. That's what being a parent is though. I think just in general, I, I don't. Yeah. She says she's socially awkward, but I just think she's, She's a teenager. She is a teenager. You know who loves? Sorry. No. Who loves what? Cancel culture. So much that he canceled himself. Who? Tito Ortiz. (laughs) He resigned, right? He canceled his, yeah, as the, I guess, mayor pro tem of Huntington Beach, California, because. Was he actually the mayor pro tem? I thought he was just on the city council. Yeah, and I th- but I think the person who gets the most votes is like the de facto mayor. I don't know how Huntington Beach works. I mean, it's the mecca of politics if Tito Ortiz is involved. Yeah, Tito is the Huntington Beach bad boy, so. Oh, I'm visualizing things, David. I like in my in this quest that I'm on for this self-awareness, this mental toughness, visualization's a big thing, right? David and I are going to see our favorite bear, Burt Kreischer. In like 11, 11 months. I know. That gives us plenty of time to work on our material, get on stage as much as we can with this podcast, and then we open for him at the Rhyme. Rush the stage. No, we open for him, David. I need we just to, send him, I, send I him a DM. Tune. Yeah. Well, he follows hey. me on Twitter. Does he? Yes. But hey, Bert, I know you, you, you saw something in me a couple years ago when you followed yeah. me. Yeah, I know you were on a following spree when you were in Lexington, but we are best friends and you don't know about it. And me and David should open up for you. Yeah, I'm actually more like, we could be, here's what we do. We say that we're going to do a fan cast of Two Bears, One Cave as if we were, you were Tom and I was Bert. There we go. But we're going to be us on the show. (laughs) We're going to do a fake show of Two Bears, One Cave. And maybe that's, our, maybe that's what episode 58 will be. Us pretending to be. Nadav. Uh, we yes. need to FaceTime. We're going to FaceTime uh, Whitney Cummings. Episode 58 is going to be us at fretboard. So do you think Nadav is going to show up? Well, Juan. Juan can be Juan Nadav. is our Nadav. So, yeah, we're going to go see... I, I'm going to go see both bears. I'm going in 2022 to see Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer in the same place. Hopefully you don't accidentally see Mike Golick Jr. Because he looks like Tom Segura. You just said him because he's bald. He looks like, well, I wish we would have planned this because we could have pulled up a side-by-side picture of them. But... They look. They. I've seen video, like multiple videos of Mike Golick Jr. just glancing at it and thought that it was Tom Segura. So, 
Golik's podcast is his radio show is canceled, right? Um, the the older Golik or the the baby the older one? one? Well, the younger one was on it, but the, it was Golik and uh, what's the Golik other and Wingo? Yeah, yeah, that got canceled last year, and so now Golik is just freestyling, you know, freestyling on Twitter. For a while, he was just posting video of, videos of himself on Twitter, like doing sports hot takes. Like he's had that life for, I mean, since I was a, a kid, like elementary yeah. school, he and, and, um, Dude, Mike and Mike was the shit back in the day. Yeah. Back when they were in a closet. I mean, not, not the, not the, the metaphorical closet. They literally had their studio looked like it was a closet. Yeah. Then they went big time. It is I, I remember when, um, what was the quarterback's name? It used to be for the Vikings. Sean, uh, Help me out here. For the Vikings. Yeah, he played for the Vikings. Sean Hill. Oh. White dude. I don't remember. He used to be on the ESPN all the time. I've not seen him in years. Damn it. For the Vikings? Yeah. I don't uh, know. Matt Hasselbeck. Oh. Oh, Sean uh Sean Salisbury. Sean Salisbury. Yeah, he got canceled. He had like multiple DUIs or something, I think. Oh, now he's Sean just as, he's, as an American actor. And he's a big fan of the show. Who is she? Sean Salisbury. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is currently the host of the Sean Salisbury show on K- KBME Sports Talk 790 and iHeart Station. Oh, we're on the same station, iHeart Radio. Yeah, we're both on the same station. In Houston, Texas. One thing we, we need to clear up. I know it's been our the people that listen have just been dying to know. I did get the pizza, by the way. We, we talked about that weeks ago. Yeah, I like my shirt. Is Blue Ash really a city? Fred Board hits us up with an exclamation question mark. Or hit me up on my post. So and then you yeah. sent me a picture. <laughs> Could have easily been photoshopped. The outline of Blue Ash. <laughs> yeah. With actually, I go to fretboard so often that it had already popped like on my Google Maps. I already had fretboard. It's like you, this is probably where you actually mean, yeah. right? Fretboard, seventeen minutes away. Yeah, that's how I, I go to too many breweries. Well, you've already shown your beer. Well, well, people you wanna, Yeah, people you, people listening can see it. Yeah. Go ahead and drink your beer. So I'll drink my you, beer. You, you're getting some juicy. We're going deep today. So if you if you want to hear us get serious, which I'm not going to take this too serious because it's yeah. not my place to speak, but I'll talk about my beer first. So all right, uh, tell us about, it, tell us about who's bringing us our beer. Rivalry Brews, they're uh-huh. awesome. Be on the lookout this week for a video and find that video, like it, share it, comment on it, and you can win. <laughs> Is it the video you're working free. on? Yes, you can win free. That's our promotion video. <laughs> this is professionally made. You can win free baby back ribs for a year. <laughs> I think. No, you can win. A, you can win some some free rivalry brews, and maybe a t-shirt. We'll see. We'll depending see. on if we have your size. We do have t-shirts now. So, <laughs> but just, you, just in small and five X. 
Yeah, so if you're anywhere in between, you don't get a shirt or you get a shirt for like your baby. But Rivalry Brews has been the sponsor of our beer segment for a little while now, and they're awesome. They have fretboard beers on the website. They've got plenty of great beers. You can get Ohio craft beer delivered to your door, 10% off with the code MMA McKinney. And again, be on the lookout this week for a video. That's all kinds of shenanigans with Gary and myself and like, come, it's going to be on all of our social media. We're going to pick somebody at on our, our live show next week, the winner to get a free six pack of rivalry brews. And then they will send that to you. So thank you so much to rivalry brews. Check them out. Rivalrybrews.com. 41 States. Not, not Kentucky. Kentucky. I don't remember the other ones, but work on that. I think Utah. You can't if you're in Utah. Sorry, Mormons can't uh, drink beer. Yes, but this week the beer. Are you a big fan of seafood? I am the opposite of what you would call a fan of seafood. Okay, are you familiar with Old Bay? Do you know what Old Bay is? Seasoning? That's a seasoning. Yes. So, did you know that there was an Old Bay beer? No, as Gary <laughs> drinks his water, his water and shakes his head. So, Old Bay and full disclosure, I work for the company that makes Old Bay. So, I did not get this beer for free, though. I paid for it. But this beer is made by Flying Dog, which is a brewery in Baltimore. And it is a Goza made with Old Bay and lemon. Uh, if you are if you eat crab or any kind of fish, you're probably familiar with Old Bay because it's awesome seasoning that goes on fish. Isn't Goza from uh, Ghostbusters 2? Yes. But this this beer is is brewed with the Old Bay. I bet this. It smells. It doesn't smell like as much as I would want it. Like if I'm going to drink a beer that says Old Bay, I want it to be just smack me in the face with Old Bay. It doesn't do that. It's more lemon flavor. Like there's lemon added to it as well. But I want I want some more. I, I want my beer to up. taste like. This might come as a surprise. Beer, beer, but yeah. If I'm doing if I'm doing a kitschy beer like this, I want a beer. I want it to taste like what it says that kitschy thing. Yeah, as I've said a thousand times, if it says chocolate, it better taste like fucking the Hershey Kiss. <laughs> That's right. And guess what? Guess what, David? Doesn't don't. Well, false advertising. This beer, I can get a little hint of the of the spice. Like I said, it's more lemon. It's it's a goza, which is a, a like a a light version of like a sour beer. I think it's only like four percent alcohol. It's very low alcohol. And uh, yeah, I was trying to see the ABV. It's actually five point seven percent, so higher It'll than get I would have drunk. If you drink a six pack of of Old Bay's, then you might yeah you might get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but I also had this weekend. I had, I'm I'm having to make up for you. I mean, the bourbon. There's a bourbon surplus now. There was a shortage before. Now there's a surplus, and there's Gary's not drinking. So, on our Instagram, I showed you the picture of all the bourbons that I had. Mm-hmm. Did you see all the ones that I had? I did. I had some good ones. Some some that we've been wanting to have on the show. Um, and one of them was not very good. Which one was it? Smoke wagon. Do you remember we talked about Smoke Wagon? Yeah, how that was kind of a – another podcast did it, right? Yeah. they it, it became, like, really hard to find because 
the guy that that distilled it basically got all the the bourbon groups on Facebook shut down because he was mad that people were selling it on secondary. It's a distillery from uh, Vegas, and it was going. I think it's like a thirty or forty dollar retail bottle, but it was going for like three hundred plus dollars. And the guy that distilled it got pissed, so he got all the Facebook groups shut down for bourbon. So the yeah, one that I did point. have that was really good though was uh, the um, my friend Phil went to uh, Buffalo Trace and got to fill his own fill got to fill his own bottle of it's a poor man's E.H. Taylor and he got to pick like the blend of what he wanted in it. So his was I'm trying to see if I can see it. I think it's 60% Weller's 38% E.H. Taylor and 2% Eagle Rare. It's that little bottle right there. This one in the, in the picture. Yeah. And that was really good. I mean, of course, Buffalo Trace, you can't go wrong. A lot of the other ones we've talked about on the show, Jefferson's Reserve we had on the show. Uh, the uh, was Chattanooga Heaven Hill, Whiskey, Chattanooga Hill. Whiskey, which we got to have that on. The, I've had that, I think, on Bourbon Notes. Yes. But we got to have that on an official episode. It's it's honestly one of my favorite if you've not, that I've had. Beers, Beards Podcast on Instagram. We're 111 followers away from 1,000. We're going to try to get the push to that for our next rivalry. Dave's last push away. was pitiful. I know it was. Um, so maybe I've got to take over as social media director. Or we're looking to hire a social media director just for clout, just to be able to talk yeah. to us. We may, now as I said, we may let you in on our group chat. We may start a group chat with you. But that's that's as... That's the closest you can get into our inner circle. Yeah. There's some big secrets. But I'm I'm a I'm excited to I haven't really I hadn't really drank that much bourbon recently as it gets warmer. Mm-hmm. But it was hitting hitting right on uh I think Monday, whatever uh Memorial Day last week. So it was a great, like beautiful day, seventy degrees outside. Just crack up crack open all the bourbons. So and I'm actually in July going to make my first trip down to Buffalo Trace. I know you've been there, mm-hmm. right? I'm doing the, I forget which tour, the Trace tour. Yeah, there's a hard hat tour, which is like two hours long, I think. The construction, the show's like the, is that the construction? Yeah. yeah. Because they're building rick houses like there's like the, as fast as they can put them up. Like there's no more room for bourbon. So much bourbon. It's such, it's craziness. But I'm excited about that. It's actually the first, I think the first distillery tour that I, I will will be on. So it, it really will. The, the two best tours I've ever been on is Buffalo Trace and Stitzel Weller because of the history of the bourbon and that. And then you go to a place like a smaller distillery, like Peerless where the Rick house is the size of my basement and you're like, okay, I get it. Like I, I get it, you know? Yeah. But to see them like mass production and you wonder why a bottle of peerless is 130 bucks. And you're like, Oh, cause there's nine barrels in here. 
Yeah. Like well, that's the, yeah, that's the, the, the difference between like a craft brewery and, you know, a mega, a mega brewery like Anheuser-Busch. But um, we're going to talk about Anheuser-Busch, but first our lead story tonight, Gary. Dun, dun, dun. Breaking news know. here on the Beers and Beers podcast, David McKinney with the yeah. update. So I'm curious, we've like briefly talked about this, like you and I, we haven't talked about it on the show at all. Um, but it's been oh, basically overtaking the craft beer industry for the last three plus weeks. I'm curious how much of this story you have seen like outside of like, I don't think it's hit mainstream at all, really. Right. I've not seen Other it than... outside our beers and beards outline in Google Docs. OK, so a little bit of background. I'm going to Google it as you as you explain. <laughs> so I've got a couple of links in there. I and I we waited specifically to talk about this just because I wanted to have coherent thoughts on it. And I wanted to, you know, we, we usually aren't serious on this show. Um, but we, you know, this is a show where we joke around and, and have fun, but this is definitely a serious topic and I wanted to give it the, the, the respect that it deserves, but there's been a huge, um, basically just, you know, craft beer, you know, having its own kind of me too movement, uh, with women brewers, um, and, and just women in, in the craft beer industry speaking out against misogynistic and sexist behavior in, in the industry. It all started uh, an Instagram user, uh, by the name of Brianne Allen asked the women to share their experiences of, of, um, sexism in the industry, whether it be as a, as a brewer, as a, as a, um, I think she's an assistant brewer at, at a brewery in Oregon, whether it be as a brewer, as an employee. Um, I think some of the people even said, Hey, here, here's my experience as a customer. Um, but women, this absolutely blew up. I think she initially got over 800 responses to this and she just started sharing all of them yeah, on her Instagram it's stories. A, it's almost a thousand now. Yeah. Um, but everything from just general, you know, hey, I was passed over because I'm a woman in the industry to sexual assault allegations. And it's actually forced a couple of members, uh, heads of breweries that are, are very well respected in the industry to actually resign. Some breweries have had to make um, statements. The Brewers Association, which is the um, industry trade group has done training um, that they continue to do. And, you know, women, uh, you know, I think that this is, we've seen in mainstream women sharing stories of this and, and the, you know, the Me Too movement was, was huge a couple of years ago. And it's something that's real. And I read this, like for me, I personally, I read these stories and, and not that I'm some saint, but luckily I was raised by a strong woman that taught me, Hey, don't act like a, like an idiot, like a dumbass. but I read some of these stories and I'm like the brashness of men in just in general and life, not even necessarily, obviously it's, it's in the beer industry and it's connected to that, but just the brashness of, of men in, in life, like, like you know you see the you always hear like the joke about the construction worker 
or the construction site and the woman walks past and the, the men, you know, my wife runs all the time and she'll get honked at if she's running. And I'm like, that is not okay. Like what woman is going to positively respond to that? And yeah, like, oh, let me stop yeah. real quick. We, we going on a date right now. We're going to go make out like, well, you, that cat call just, yeah, just engulf my day. Yeah. That's never worked in the history of, yeah. Of, uh, you know, seduction. <laughs> right. And I think that that can, that goes without saying, but the thing I wanted to, to talk more about was the, so a women in the, in the beer industry are awesome and, and very strong and women can and do love beer. And it's <laughs> Carrie still trying to hear me. Can you hear me still? Okay. But yeah, so, the I wanted to to basically you know spin this to a positive and say you know there is some some toxic masculinity in the beer industry. Beer is is a lot of times marketed toward men. Like if you look at any mainstream beer commercial, it's always football or or whatever. Um, but there are many women that like beer too, and I'm lucky enough to be married to a very strong woman who likes beer. She can probably crush a beer can on her forehead, uh, which I, we might get a video of her doing that on our Instagram if, if she lets me, but yeah, that's not going to happen. But the, the story in, and there's an article on business insider, uh, which we'll probably link to, but this is the best article that I found, but it talks about how like there's a, an owner of one of the breweries and she says, Hey, you know, this, this man will bring his wife in and say, Oh, she doesn't like beer. And she's like, well, I wasn't asking you. I was asking her, like, I can probably find a beer on our list that, that she'll like. And the men, like, it just goes back to, you know, women aren't helpless. Women aren't, women don't need men to basically speak for them. Um, this is me saying this as a man, like I would never think to speak for my wife or, and, and that's the type of, that's the type of relationship that we have, but I, I, and I not take it for granted, but I take that very seriously. And it's different knowing that a lot of relationships are not like that. And it's not okay for men to act the way that they do. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I love taking the pictures of, of beer at when my wife and I go to our brewery and I'll be drinking this pink fruity beer and she'll have a you know huge glass of an IPA and it's like, you know, gender roles are reversed, right? But it doesn't matter. You like what you like, you drink what you drink. I love IPAs, I love all beers, but it's okay for men to 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 stand back and and you know appreciate that a woman can love beer, not just wine or cider or seltzer. Um and it, it's okay. Like it's uh, there you don't have to uh degrade or demean women. And, you know, this is, um, definitely something that, like I said, it's, it's difficult to, to speak about as two men, but I, I've seen very strong women in my life. I know you have as well. Um, mm-hmm. especially knowing your wife, um, Dude, she beat my ass. I know. <laughs> so that's why you haven't said anything on this. Connie on this beat my ass. Yeah. So shout out to Connie, who I know is a big, fa- I really do know she's a big fan. Yeah, the episode, but also my mom, who is not 
uh, I'm sure like doesn't even know what a podcast is. But <laughs> if I told her, she'd be like, "Oh, that's great." Um, but shout out to both of our moms for being awesome women who raised us right, and both of our wives who are both really strong women that have opinions, and they will tell you them, their opinions if you ever ask them, if you ever see them in public. Don't honk at them. Just ask them their opinion, and you probably will get more out of that than, um, than you would if you were were honking at them. Like that's not like if there was a woman that re- that would respond to that. I don't think that I would want to. Like, yeah. like I, I don't know. That's not the woman you're wanting to take. Yes, home, exactly. People. Yeah. Listen, I think and this this is gonna. There is a place for masculinity. Let's let's leave the toxic part out. There is a place for masculinity as a father raising a son to there's a big absence now in like legit fatherhood, right? You know, um the way that our fathers raised us is it was in a different world. That world no longer exists. Uh, nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty nine is not that that is not applicable to to today. So as men, we have to set good examples, like you lead by example. So for my son, hopefully, and if you ever have a son, or for Samson or whoever you're modeling your behavior for, like you want you want to model like, hey, that's not that's not cool. We're not going to catcall. You want to flirt send her some flowers, you know, do something nice, do something romantic, write her a nice note. Re- yeah. Record her you a know. song. Uh, mention her on a podcast. Yeah. You do. Don't, don't go straight for the dick pic in the Instagram, you know, like that's not how, like there has been some erosion of like a, a masculine man, like who takes that, who t- looks after himself, looks after his family, looks after, is woman, not that they need to be looked after, but is considered enough to put to to look after their needs, their wants, to empower them to be whatever they want to be, you know, to support them. And I think that's something where non-masculine men get very self-conscious about. You know, they're very insecure. They don't want to see their their woman doing better or women doing better or it's woe is me. I can't get ahead in life because these women or what, you know what I mean? Like the women are taking all of our jobs. Yeah. There's excuses there. You know, we are responsible for our own path. And if you want to leave a good legacy, you, you supported and helped other people in their path. Right. And that in, in an industry that have we, we have talked about, we have, propped up the good men and women of craft beer. Like if you're doing the right thing, listen, you, you have our respect, our support, you know, we'll, we'll get in the trenches with you. We'll fight for you. Don't be shitheads. You know, don't have this complex where you can have a little bit of power in that, in that realm, whether you're the owner, head brewer, whatever, the beer snob that comes on Fridays and, you know, talk shit about the beers and what other people are drinking, whatever it is. That's me. You know, I have some fucking manners. Like where, when yeah. in the world did we lose our manners? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I like, listen, I would get this shit slapped out of me 
for doing some of the shit that I see kids doing these days and adults doing these days. And just, I don't want to be that old motherfucker, you know, like, well, back in my day, you know, we had respect. No, we, there was still shitheads then too, but like, there's gotta be some ownership and responsibility for how you conduct yourself. If you're a business and you want people to respect and follow you, do the right thing. Cause guess what? The, you know, they'd be like, if they came out today, and was like, you know what? Buffalo Trace, they, they're in human trafficking. <laughs> like, God damn. Well, I guess I won't drink Wellers anymore. You know, like, like you, you can't support that shit. Yeah. I don't know. That's my, that's my hot take on some shit where I just think men need to be men and be respectful and hold themselves to higher standards to look after, support, empower everybody. Men, women. LGBTQ, whatever it's pride month, throw them in there. Yeah. You got to do it. Like you got like, nobody's perfect. Everybody's got their own shit. They're going through recognize it, move on. Don't, I mean, just be kind and don't be an asshole. It's like some simple life rules. If I had a billboard, don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Who was it to, uh, who always, I, I, Jerry Springer. Be kind to yourself and each other at the end yeah. of every episode. I mean, that's, he goes to hey, new to your dogs, Bob Barker. Yeah, that's Bob Barker. So yeah, we, I mean, those are our, those are the men that I look up to in my life, Jerry Springer and Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. So um, I think as we talk about this and, and we, you and I work in completely different industries. My industry is predominantly male. Like, overwhelmingly male and so not that it that there couldn't be the uh that culture but there's just the population of employees just doesn't like it's not ripe for sexual harassment toxic masculinity we i i do work in an overly toxic masculine place by nature right like you kind of have to be that if you want to, you know, thrive and survive in, in the world today to a certain degree, but it's like, fuck. And I don't know. I mean, hell, you've not even been to your office this year. So you don't even know who you work with. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't you, know. All you got screen names. Yeah. Screen names. Uh, Jimbo, Bob, three, six, four. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and the, the, that's the biggest thing too, that, you know, I think the people put and not to go too much further into this, but people put such a attempt to put such a different persona on, especially social media. Like you want to try to put either, Hey, I'm this cool person or I'm this awesome person or I'm whatever. And people look at that. And, and when really at the end of the day, when you look at a lot of most people, whether you agree with, any, you know, whether you, you know, you can get along with most people. I think if you, if you just respect them, if you try, if you respect them, doesn't have to be screaming at each other on social media and, and all this stuff. But I hope we did this, this topic justice. Like I said, we're not, we didn't David, we didn't, but I think we can hang our hat. Like, Hey, we don't put up with this shit. And also if you're a bystander and you see this shit going on, and do nothing, you're just as complicit. Have some balls 
or titties or whatever it is that make that gives you some courage and stand up to that and be like, Hey, this ain't cool. Don't do it. Well, this, you're not going to do it. In my presence is some bullshit. Because if you just sit yeah. back and watch you, you're just like you're taking part in my humble opinion, but who am I? Yeah. And I, I will say, you know, off the top of my head, I've never seen anything like outward. Right. Like that. But I'm sure that there have been some subtle things that I've missed that I feel like I will probably be more aware of now, like in the, in the future. And that's the biggest thing that I've taken from this, that, you know, it's, it's more like things are lost in nuance, right. And subtleties and, and, you know, you have to put yourself in someone's shoes and how they're taking something. So anyway, this, this story has, like I said, been, overtaking like i have a google alert for craft beer and every article i think has been pretty much this a variation of yeah, this if you story just google, over the last few weeks if you just google craft beer and hit news you're going to see what we're talking about and now today though gary if you google craft beer do you know it's or not even craft beer but if you google beer or google free beer you see Uncle Joey is about to hook you up with some free beer. If we get 70% vaccination and get everyone gets their first vaccine by July 4th, you get a free Budweiser. I don't even like Budweiser. I do like not having COVID. Yeah. But I do like free Budweiser. And I will drink this Budweiser. I will... Here, if here's a my thing. Shout out to America. I know they're big fans. If America reaches this milestone, I'll get my free Budweiser or whatever. We'll stone Cold Steve Austin. It. I'll Stone Cold Steve Austin it. Post a video on whatever social media, probably on uh, TikTok, because we we got to get on there. We're way behind the times, but that's what I'm saying. I'm on the record. Saying that I will drink a Budweiser if America reaches the seventy percent milestone by July fourth. We got a, a month and two days. Got to get your first vaccine by then, and we're good to go. And people, what, people are motivated by free beer. Do you remember the the Budweiser uh, Cheers to Victory that they had for the Browns a couple years ago? You know how hard the Browns played. The Browns <laughs> went and almost won the Super Bowl because they got free beer. For the city of Cleveland, like the Browns had, I think they lost thirty straight games or something. They lost zero and six whole zero and sixteen season. And they said, "Hey, next season we're gonna put some chains around these doors." When the Browns win their first game, we're gonna openings up and everyone free beer in Cleveland. And this the whole city went crazy. They Baker went Mayfield came out and they went two and fourteen. They said, "Hey, you know how hard you know how hard it is for the Browns to go two and 14? <laughs> Man, here's my hot take on vaccinations. If we're just going to be deep on this episode, it's June. If you've not gotten it by now, if people, they're not going to get it. Free beers. I mean, I don't know, man. The I, I thought that with the, we, we briefly talked about the Vax, Vax a million thing in Ohio. Did you win? Uh, I did not win. Did uh, some win? lady from some lady from Silverton, which is actually in Cincinnati. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go try. Is there a post office there? It's it's, a, it's 
and uh, uh, that's I don't know if it actually has a. It's a neighbor. That's a neighborhood. I don't know if okay. it has a. There's a brewery there, High Grain Brewery. Shout out to them and other big listeners of this. Of the, that's our thing. That's our like. Bert Kreischer always says, "Let's yeah. FaceTime them." Our thing is shout out to. Yeah. Shout one out. one day we're gonna be like, oh yeah, we're High Grain Brewery. We actually do listen to the show. Thanks. That's how we got invited to Fretboard. Maybe we'll get invited to High Grain. Hey, but anyway, we'll do a tour. I thought that the vaccine, the vaccine thing, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I, we made fun of it because it's, it was kind of silly and it made Ohio look, look silly. And in Ohio, the vaccine, uh, vaccine, vaccine, whatever, vaccine rate, rate. vaccinate, vaccine nation rate went, was down. Now it's up. I'm a, I'm a professional analyst, Gary. It was this. Now it's this. Yeah, did it, the curve. to make you a was, PowerPoint. Was not flat. <laughs> like, so that's. I, I, I mean, like, what, do we like really that. need to be incentivizing shit like this? Like, I don't know. That, yes. That's stupid to me. No, it's not. Like, People will do, like, hey, ten dollar free grocery. Boom! I'll incentivize do whatever you want these me to motherfuckers do. go get a job. You know, what, Gary, their yard. We have T-shirts. I'm gonna show you what people do. Here's what we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> show you what people do for a at fretboard. We're gonna say who will do the craziest thing for a T-shirt. This is how we're gonna warm up the crowd. Who is gonna chug this ten dollar pitcher? No, who will do the craziest thing? And you gotta out crazy someone. You gotta say, hey, I'll do this. I'll do this. I think, and I, I we think we vote fret, whoever does the craziest calling. thing. Yeah, there's. They said no on this. <laughs> <laughs> they they I mean, also hold on. They said no. Tell David no on t-shirt the cannon. t-shirt cannon. It's already rented. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's just a crazy world we live in, dude. I'm bringing. I'm raising kids. One day you'll raise kids, maybe. I'm raising two dogs. Yeah, they they don't talk. They don't. Yeah, they're totally dependent on you to feed them and love. That's them kids. And, Kids don't feed themselves. Yeah, but then they talk, and then they need like they need to go to swim practice. They need to go to volleyball practice. They need to f- go get their sports physical. And I take got- Samson to swim and volleyball practice, so I'm not sure how I'm not sure how this is different. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fucking crazy, man. It's crazy. What get a, what your a, vaccine. What a, what's this? Get a free don't, beer. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. What's better than What's better than a Budweiser on the Fourth of July? Free Budweiser. nothing. Free yeah. Budweiser. Yeah. So I don't know. We gotta talk about some bourbon, Gary. Who who brings us our bourbon segment every week? That would be the good men and women at Beard Octane. Go to beardoctane.com, use promo code Beards Beards Ten, save ten percent off swag, product, gift card, whatever. Whatever it is that you need. Tell them we sent you Beers Beards Ten and uh you're looking at yes <laughs> so uh in our, in our notes here david says evan williams announces the american made heroes i thought this was cool too speak staying on the you know post memorial day heading into fourth of july they're going to have special bottles of evan williams 2021 class of veterans selected as american made heroes each of these veterans' pictures and a story about their service will be featured on the side of special edition Evan Williams Black Label. Is, we, is this the one we had? Uh, Evan no. Williams Black Label. 
Um, mm. So maybe we'll get no, maybe we'll get one of these special bottles. Um, but people they had like hundreds of uh, hundreds of of people that wanted to be on on the bottle. Uh, originally it was part of COVID nineteen veteran relief grant. Um, and the people have some awesome, like just go through and we're not gonna read all of them, but read the, the, uh, the stories of some of these people. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Um, one of them has a dance company that shares veteran stories of survival through powerful performance art. That sounds like, I mean, I, I would never make that connection. No dance. And, <laughs> um, first female commander of the Oklahoma air national guard. You got Antoine Hines, who is founder of C and CEO of Veterans Homefront, a nonprofit organization supporting homeless, at risk, and disconnected veterans since 2016. Um, also, they want to mention Vets. What's it called? Brews for Vets. They just mm-hmm. had an awesome giveaway, which hopefully I won. Or raffle. Is the raffle already over with? It's over, I think, on Sunday or yesterday. Yeah. But we're. We'll try to get. Well, I'm gonna try to get to him on one of our Bourbon Notes episodes or yeah. or our show because it's a cool thing. And the guy's a local Cincinnati guy. Um, I'm, I get I'm, the, going back to the earlier conversation. Anytime you look out for others, I think that comes back to you in life when you're trying to do better for others. At no recognition or there's nothing in it for you other than just to help. Like, I believe that karma is real. Yeah, it is being altruistic as a, as a real thing. We don't have enough altruism these days. You know what else? Gary old Forrester facing a new bottle of whiskey. Did you see this? But it's raw, bro. Like I can't get, I can't get no rye. I can't get no rye. There, there's like either Team Rye or Team Die. Team No Rye. <laughs> you Rye or Die, baby. <laughs> rye or Die. I'm getting that shirt made. Aaron, get that shirt made for me. What did Mike Tabor say about me? He said I had a delicate palate. Yeah, because you only like 80 proof. This, so you won't be able to handle this. This is, I think, 100 proof. The, the Rye single is barrel forward, creamy vanilla and lemon custard. Kiss me right in the asshole. That's not how that's going to be. Bet. The color is rich terracotta. <laughs> What's terracotta? Rich. It's rich. It looks like a pot. I mean, is that like manicotti? Terracotta is like those, like the clay pots that you put plants in. Listen, rye whiskey is powerful and strong. They're saying the taste is it's like women. Full-bodied with a base-ripe orchard fruit, subtle cinnamon stick. Listen, I bet it would be like sticking a, a whole bar of cinnamon soap in your mouth. Lengthy. Uh, oh, the finish yeah. says it's lengthy and spice-driven with peripheral black pepper and underpinnings of green, whatever that is. They're making shit up. It Does tastes like rye one, whiskey. You've talked in the past, Gary, about your mouth watering. For bur- <laughs> this is not bourbon, so it's whiskey. This not is not. Bourbon. How many... How many how many droplets do you give this one of mouthwatering? <laughs> Listen, I would, I would try to set something on fire with this. Well, I would set a little. I'd pour it out and just see if I could light it. Roast. I'm sure you probably could. But I love Old Forester, 
And if you're a rye drinker, more power to you. You are just upper echelon of tough. All right. If you into that rye shit, but I'm not, you call me what you will. I'm not into it. Don't like it. Would rather not. Yeah. You're not a man- Manhattan guy. Now, if I'm like six bourbons in, you throw me a rye, I'm probably not going to know the difference just to be completely transparent with you. <laughs> Do you like Manhattan? No. Or you like old, old fashioned, uh, old fashioned. I'm old fashioned guy. I need to have an old, I haven't had an old, I feel so distinguished when I drink old fashioned, even if it's with cheap bourbon, I'm like, Oh, I feel like I need to like, I come home. I, I, I don't wear a suit to work, but I feel like I need to like put a suit on to drink an old fashioned. <laughs> wear a top hat. Yes. Yeah. Pour it How out of my decanter. Doing today, boys. What's the, what's going on in the boiler room? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, that's i don't know man it's summer's here bro and like i feel like if there's a season for drinking it's summer and i've got to wait till the middle of july before i i'm i'm you're almost halfway that you're halfway there i'm no i'm like uh, eh well yeah i am i'm i'm one day shy of being halfway there yeah i just did 30 i'm on now one day whatever but i did a month straight of running if i can do that you can do 75 hard i don't think there's any comparison to that david i feel like now you're in the point where it's like not that it's easy but you're past like the the hard like i think you're i don't want to say downhill but you're past some of like the hardest like peaks at the The temptation to quit is i'm too far it's like my career. I can't quit now. I'm almost ready to retire and get a pension. You know, I'm like, I'm almost 40 days in and it, uh, it's become like second nature, right? I have my routine. I've got a good support group at work. Shout out to, uh, Michael Rigdon, who I know is a listener, but ain't worth a shit as an accountability partner. Cause he's a, he's a 50% man. Is he the ginger? He is. Be careful with them gingers. And he'll he'll hear this and he'll he will hopefully feel some remorse and guilt that he's not been there on more days. Like when it's raining and I'm out there walking and he's allegedly doing some online training. It's like I'm do I'll do a thirty two hard. Yeah. He's not doing he's not doing the the, he's just going to walk with me. Michael Rigdon, get your ass out there. That's right. But but now Michael Rigdon's in way better shape than Gary Thomas is. Yeah. Does he do like put? Does he drop down and do like twenty push-ups halfway through, and then you catch up to him? And when we went as larger groups, I feel like I'm starting a movement. To be honest, like I've had as many as six people go with me. You just days, walk around days when it's raining. That's how Forrest Gump started. Yeah, just I felt like I'll running. Just felt like walking. You need that shirt. Yeah. Today that the day we record this is Global Running Day. And it was yeah. my thirty what's today? The second, thirty third straight day of running a five K at least every day. I ran today in the rain. So That's good. I'm proud do, of myself. If I could recommend stuff to people is just do hard shit. Just do things that so I I, I think I tweeted this a while ago. 
One of the things I have never regretted working out, mm-hmm. going to a brewery, mm-hmm. even the shitty ones. I forget what okay. the other ones I said. Spending I had time four things. Wife. Spending time with my wife. There was something else. But you I get, didn't regret you it. You nachos. Good. Yeah. You never, I, yeah. Like, ah, never like, you know what? I, I regret eating those nachos. No, you're going to. Or tacos. Eating a taco. Yeah. Can you have tacos on your? You could have like a lettuce wrap, nice lettuce wrap. Mm-hmm. You eat those? I don't. I don't Without I don't, the I'm lettuce, a big fan of lettuce. <laughs> like my the lettuce is like the vehicle. Like the lettuce is like the instead of a taco. Yeah, and I'm also if I'm other than a salad, if there's anything lettuce, it has to be like shredded McDonald's lettuce. I'm yeah, I'm not a lettuce person in general. That's gotta be. Shredded. I don't like salads. But we digress. Let's get into the fun part where um, we get to tell you about my second favorite streaming platform, Amazon Music. It's up. It made it's up uh, up three spots this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a free trial. Listen to this podcast. Use your Alexa. Whatever you want to do, Alexa, play Beards and Beards podcast. And there it is, right That's there, it. playing right there. Hear it. That's us. That's it. You didn't even do that. You, we planned this out. We got to yeah. write. The, we got to write the whole script for next week for Gary, so that he doesn't get all sweaty. Yeah, Alexa. There we go. See, she knew. She knew what I was about to say. Alexa, hit it. <laughs> Anticipating. The robots you know. are like ready. Get AmazonMusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get one month free. Uh, you can use your, use it to listen to your Audible, audibletrial.com forward slash Beers and Beards. Listen, yes. we, ain't, we ain't here to sell you much, but just know that those companies uh, allowed us to enroll in their affiliate program, so we're going to try to push it on you. And if you are so inclined to yeah. do, yes. Um. So this week, hold on, I, I've never even heard David's song. You never heard "Don't Stop Believing." Is that what it is? So oh, it let is. me tell you. Let me tell you a little. Hold on, before you play it. So okay. because it's set, uh, set it up for me. Yeah. So someone on on some social media was like, "This guy does a bunch of different popular songs in the style of Blink One Eighty Two." So it's like and a double like, entendre. Yes. I don't even know if I'm using that right. But it's like a cover. But he's doing the cover in the style of Blink-182, and it's hilarious. He also does songs that are not country songs and turns them into country songs. But the Blink-182 ones are way better than the... He's done, like, Taylor Swift. He's done uh, some other ones that were were similar to Blink-182. My favorite one, though, is this song right here. Don't Stop Believing. Like, immediately sounds like Blink-182. And if you're a Blink-182 fan, you know exactly. I don't know about you, David. That's the type of stuff that I spend. And, like, this is one of those, like, rabbit holes that you go down, and then you listen to all of the ones that he did. Like, um, Hold on. his name's Alex Melton. But, uh, I write sins instead of tragedies. Yes, tragedies. that's a... Uh, Panic at the Disco song. 
Hey, how about shout out Alex Melton? Yes, we're in, we're attacking him, but he did uh, Taylor Swift love story. That's a good one. Oh, the country ones are really are hilarious yeah. too because they sound like like it sounds like the bro country that is out now, but. uh I enjoy it. So, shout out to Alex Melton. We're gonna tag him. Hopefully, he will he will retweet us, um, and then we can get we can get our our, our listeners up to twelve a week. Yeah. So my song this week comes from one of my favorite bands. People like to shit on them, whatever. I don't care. I love this one, band too. Secretly, one of the best concerts I ever went to, Charleston Civic Center, two thousand one. <laughs> okay. Me and my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. We are, have you ever been to a concert where it's general mission seating? So it's like first come first serve. Yes. I went to uh kid rock did his $20 ticket shows and every, it was just first come first serve. That was a shit show. So we did I didn't go to it, but I worked. I'm sorry. I didn't want people to know that. think that I would go to a kid rock concert, but I worked, I've worked there. I used to work at Riverbend. So we go see Creed uh, Jerry Cantrell, 12 stones, 12 stones is most popular for their collaboration with Evanescence. Jerry Cantrell, of course, from Allison chains, he was Lane Staley had already died. Whatever. That was all mediocre. He's doing solo. Creed comes out. And so first come first serve, we are at the barrier at on the stage. Like we're there. Did you but we get there so early. We had to sit on our, you had to sit like on your butt. You had to sit down on the floor. There's no seats. You just sit down until the show started. So we're all standing up, lights drop, the, the, all this whatever smoke comes out, and then the pyro hits and it about burnt my face off. I was that close. Scott Stapp's microphone, their, uh, their last song was, this was on the uh, weather tour, was my sacrifice. His mic fucks up halfway through he throws a shit fit breaks everything on stage leaves i'm like well we just witnessed something that's going to be in the news comes back out they restart the song and and it's amazing like may one of my one of the most memorable concerts we've ever been to one of my favorite creed songs is called what if it's got step shout out to him he went through a rough period of mental illness come out the other side i even like his solo stuff Creed you don't got back be like together. alter bridge he was no that's the band without yeah. scott staff i know but um so my favorite story from burt kreischer life of the party was the scott step mark Tremonti. yeah <laughs> where he, he was he, he kicked was mark Tremonti out of his band spoiler <laughs> alert but if you like Scott Stab, this this is the classic just vocals. I can't find a rhyme and all my bees there. Like, can't sleep beneath the trees of wisdom. What's this one called? 
See if they actually stayed like that. I mean, I don't know what what's the song called again. What if this is on human? If they actually stayed like if most of their stuff was like this, they would for me they would be better. It's the stuff where it's like the lighter poppy stuff. Yeah, my sacrifice and can he take me higher and that stuff. I think is. Do you know the story behind higher? Is that the one about his 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 kid? Mm -mm. Oh, no. Higher was they them just practicing. It was like when they were practicing, and he started putting words to it, and then just became higher. But that's it. That's episode. Whatever it is, what episode is this? Fifty seven. Can you take me higher? Shout out to Rivalry Brews, Amazon Music, Beard Octane, Veercast Digital Media. Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton. Why Creed Bratton? Just he's. I think he was in. He was originally original member of Creed. Yeah. That's Creed's so old. After. They have a behind the music on uh, VH1. <laughs> really? Yes. I want to watch that. Good. The behind the laughter episode of The Simpsons. Yes. Classic. We hope everybody has a great week. June 14th, we are live at Fretboard Brewing in Blue Ash, and we are going to be opening up for Burt Kreischer on April 22nd. He doesn't know it yet. Next year. We're, we're visualizing it. Yeah, I mean, it's June, bro. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. Love Anything else? Be nice to women. Be nice to each other. If we can give you any advice, that's what it would be. But all this yeah. is just advice. And you listen to Creed. Of the very conservative Hodge twins, who I know David's a huge fan of. Be nice. They say be nice. I must know their catchphrase is this. All this is just advice. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Till next week. David's favorite artist. Think he said the buggy. Shout out, Joe C. R.I.P. Cell Block 6. I know you miss kids.